This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, thanks for hanging out with us again on this hump day. Wednesday, March 30th, we're almost to April and it still feels like December. It's going to get warm, though, eventually, right, guys? Let's say hi to Lori and Julia. Julia's here in St. Paul, and Lori is back in the warm state of Hawaii. Lori, I keep expecting, because, you know, we can see Lori on screen here. um, And I keep expecting to see this amazing tan. Julia, I... Have you got any color at all? Julia, I... (laughs) Um, I seek the shade. I know. Okay? I'm like, where is your tan? I feel like I'm tanner here for myself, tanner than you are. Yeah, no, I, I, I just seek the shade. I, I'm under umbrella. I've got a silk scarf on my legs. I've got my cover up. I have paid Dr. Crutchfield too much, too money, much money to go messing around. To preserve the face. Sorry about That's yesterday, right. guys. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was, oh, I was just had such a bad migraine yesterday. I thought I was going to die. We shall call you Lady Migraine. I'm going to be Lady Migraine. Grant's trying to help me. I'm laying in the prep room. Grant shuts off all the lights, gives me one of his migraine pills. I've already puked up mine. His takes 20 minutes to puke that up. And then um, B. Arthur gives me a drug cocktail of, you know, Tylenol and Tums and Advil or whatever the two you can combine. Oh, I had no. so much stuff in me, and I'm like, I can't even... Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that's like your second bad I, one in a month. I'm I'm counting them. I think it was five weeks, and I've and I feel like I've got, I've got some work to do here. Here, Laura, I got to figure it out. <laughs> some people said so. These are the different things that I've heard. You know, hormones, which kind of when I was going through the um, perimenopause time in my life, that really mm-hmm. I had the migraines, and then um, sugar can kind of affect it. Stress can kind of affect it. So I'm figuring it out, but. Um, I'm back well, good. from my 24 hours of, ooh. yeah, no, you I, guys did I, a great I, job. I could, I, I could hear it in your oh. voice and I, I'm sorry you missed Kate Quinn and Diamond Eye. Okay. So my gosh, that was so fun talking to her. Oh, I listened and, um, and that book is pretty amazing. And I can't believe I sent it to you, but I don't know where the mail goes in Hawaii. If it comes so, over yeah, via I'm canoe. Hoping- yeah, I'm hoping a couple of my bills that I mailed from Hawaii make it to the mainland. <laughs> I know. Lori, I'm surprised because you usually leave them with Jess. I, I can't believe Grant isn't on the system yet because when Lori goes, Grant, she'll leave it with Jess. This can't be mailed till next Tuesday. And she's like, why can't I put in the mail now? I don't want them to have my money a day before it's due. <laughs> the good old-fashioned mail way. You're so funny That's about true. that. We've made so much fun of you. Just is like, well, I can't mail this till Tuesday. I hope I don't forget. Now it's on her, you know, kind of thing. So we just sit and laugh. But anyway, okay, really kind of a cool thing that happened. Um, 
out of, um, you know, the Academy Awards is that we haven't spent a lot of time on anything besides the slap heard around the world. But CODA won Best Picture, and they just announced, Laura and Grant, that... This was only seen on Apple Plus streaming, and it's Children of Deaf Adults. It's just a wonderful, feel-good, wonderful movie. But on April 1st, it's going to be in movie theaters. That's awesome. Yay, and it's going to have open open captions. Yep, it's going to have captions for deaf and hard-of-hearing people. And when that premiered at Sundance a year prior, Apple Plus bought that for $25 million only. So they have really have been so excited about that. They are the streaming service of the big ones that have the least amount of subscribers. And they've mm-hmm. kind of just talked about their strategy is more really good content than really a lot of content. Because we yeah. like a lot of their, you know, things that we've liked their shows. For all mankind and good and the morning the show. The morning show. And I, um, what else did Tehran was good? Yes. And that yeah, new. There's the. They and the new one, shows. Panchinko or whatever it's called. Pachinko. Pachinko. Oh, that's good. Mm. You're yeah. going to like it. That is a good is one. It? it really, really is good. But I just, um, I thought that was yeah, good go news ahead. for people, you know, who don't have Apple Plus. Um, Patrick Ricey stopped by the double wide today's, when is she coming back home? <laughs> and, then he, and then he literally, Lori, you yeah. would have died. Yeah. He literally tells me what happens in Killing Eve. There's two episodes left and he sits down and you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And this is how I said, you're spoiling it. I'm three behind. And he keeps going, well, this is how it happened. I said, you are spoiling it. I'm three behind. <laughs> and this is exactly what happened. And here's how I wanted to end. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> You've already ruined the whole thing. Did everyone else hear in the whole building? <laughs> I just oh started watching God. the show, too. Grant just we, started. We literally, two days ago, were like three episodes in, and now I know like the biggest cliffhanger of this current season. So oh, that no, was... but, but, but you won't, ma- it won't matter. Okay, Because okay. it's like, you know. All right, good to know. This, are you caught up, Lori? It is the last Adria, season. You don't watch TV. Yeah, I think it's the last season. I haven't watched any television except for the oscars and but casey and i went down the youtube rabbit hole of watching past oscar hosts and i mean bob hope was brutal i mean oh we even watched the one where crocodile dundee and goldie hahn um hosted and that was hilarious and we watched louise fletcher win for one flew over the cuckoo's nest and she was so funny she said i made the whole world hate me and then she started signing. Her parents are deaf, and she did her whole speech thanking her mom and dad oh, cool. um, for encouraging her acting. So, yeah, we've just kind of gone down the rabbit hole. And let me tell you, there have been a lot more brutal oh, jokes yeah. uh, done at the Oscars over the years. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there have. We, yes. Well, we're, there we have, have been plenty of time to talk about I that. Mean, yeah, we do. Um, and Grant, did you find my song I asked you for? I did, yes. You want, to, you want me to give it a little kickstart okay, here? I, before you play it, okay. I just want to say, so um, people who are, you know, fans of uh, music from the 80s, the Twin Cities' vibrant uh, music scene, the suburbs, the Flamin'O's. Um, Replacements. The, yeah, Husker Du, so, so many good bands, but a, a tragic thing happened in the Flamin' O's. The oh. keyboard player, Joseph Behrend, um, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, but he was murdered. 
And oh, it when? is an unsolved murder. And if you remember, we had the guy from Channel 5 Eyewitness News come up and there. It's still a cold case. Right. And he was murdered in his home, like hit on the back of the head. And How many years ago yeah, was that, Laura? Oh, Julia, I mean, I think it happened maybe in the maybe the early 90s, okay. late 80s. But I remember the at the Caboose, they did a memorial concert, and it was Sussman Lawrence. Oh, remember Sussman and, Lawrence. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. those guys. Okay. The Flame and O's and the Suburbs played. So I just wanted to play a little bit of um, Medical Mess, which um, Joseph did the lead on that. He would have been 70 years old today. Oh, okay. And it was a good description of you yesterday. <laughs> just kidding, a medical mess. A medical, oh. Yeah, medical mess. This is so Lori. This is so you. Didn't they play at your big one of your big birthday parties, the Flamin' Yes, they, they, they did. did. They did. They did. Anyway, so he would have been happy 70, birthday, and it's not yeah, solved. Happy heavenly. Yep, never been solved. It's wow. still a cold case. So happily, heavenly birthday to Joseph from the Flamin' Oh, Lori, look at you. It's the. It was just to really upset the whole music community, and of course his family and. Friends and everything else, but yeah, they 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 have never figured out um, who who killed did it. Joseph. Wow! And all right, he was just kind of a it, fun to watch because he was just a wild man on the keyboards. Oh, not a drummer. He was a keyboard guy. He's a keyboard player. Okay. Guy. All right. Well, thank you for all right. for sharing that today. We're gonna we've got so much to talk about. So many things have happened. Um, stay with us. This is Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, always streaming. And you can download the app and take us with you anywhere and listen everywhere. We hope you do. Um, we'll be right back with stories you can't get enough of. We're going to miss this, Lori. This is your last hump day from Hawaii. Are you kind of getting a little sad that you're coming back? Or are you going to be ready? I'm ready to get home. I have familial responsibilities that I need to yeah. be a part of. And so, yeah, I, this, I'm, I am ready to, I go, believe to you. come home. Yeah. yeah. It's far. And the time change kind of gets to you after a while. So that's kind of, but it's, you're ready. You've got stuff back here. We, we you and I and Grant know it, and I would think it'd be yeah. hard to. All right. So mm-hmm. here is the deal. Day three, so many opinions, so much dialogue, so much conversation about, you know, um, Will Smith assaulting Chris Rock up on stage on a nationally telegraphed wonderful evening. Telegraph. For the, I like how you telegraph. You know, we're going back I, to the 19... We're going we're, back to we're 1900. We're mailing bills using, you know, the Wells Fargo horse, horse stage carriage. But, you know, the national... You know, this was an international event, television event, the Academy Awards, and so... I'm, I missed yesterday, and I know that you guys have, we, everybody's had a lot of discussion about this. I have not, and I know you haven't, and I know Grant hasn't. I don't feel like any of us have changed our mind on what we what happened, what we think should have happened, and how it was so not okay and so selfish. Um, yes. And everyone has all these different things and blah, 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 blah. But um, Chris, um, Steve Harvey has weighed in on it now and here is a little bit of audio on what he said because he was asked here's here's the thing of it i understand that defending the honor of your wife i'm that dude that joke was not worthy of 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 the reaction if he was gonna have a reaction 
I think that Will should have done the man thing was step to him afterwards in that press room. And if he wanted to slap Chris in, he could have slapped Chris in the press room and seen how it went. But see, Will laughed. But see, he laughed at the joke till he saw Jada's reaction. Yeah. Now, Will's a, now, but now, let me tell you something. That's a Hollywood move now. To go up there on national TV, slap another black man, turn around your back and walk off because you know he can't do nothing. See, and I know this. I know he know this because we've been in Hollywood long enough. So now to turn your back and walk off, you're going to slap the dude and then turn around and walk off. You know in real life that that ain't the way this going to go. You already but know. But you know what, though? And, and, no. and, 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 and Rock is a Jersey boy. So no. So and I didn't think the moment was that, and I think he overreacted, like Carla said. He paid too much into the moment. His acceptance speech that was raggedy, apologizing to the academy. Uh, but, but but here's what yeah. I think is going to happen: when go this go down and wake up the right way, there's going to be some type of banning from the Oscars of yeah. Will Smith. So that's. Yeah. That's what he said, and I think everybody kind of agrees. And and Whippy Goldberg had a point today. Let's take color out of this. It was a man hitting another man, you know, on stage. Um, That's because Whoopi got schooled uh, because, once again, she stepped in it. Yeah, she does. Boy, she does, doesn't she? Boy, she does. But she's on the governing board of the Oscars, and she's part of the Uh. decision, Lori, of what the ramifications are going to be. Um, we've got the BAFTAs, which are the Academy Awards in Britain that happened a couple weeks before. Will Smith did win Best Actor for his role in King Richard, but he did not go to those awards to accept his offer. But the BAFTA folks organization, organization said they told the Hollywood Reporter, because I'm sure they're calling and asking everybody, what would you have done? And everyone can yeah. say it after the fact kind of thing. He said mm-hmm. he, um, Sarah Poot, who is the deputy chair of BAFTA, said about their protocol is they would um, have removed him immediately from the ceremony. They He would not have been allowed in the, to be in the building anymore for the physical altercation, to, even to collect his award. It's a complete red line for us. And um, we know that the governing board of the Academy Awards did update their standards of conduct with the whole Harvey Weinstein, Me Too, everything about in 2017, I think it was, Laura? Yeah. And they said that physical contact that is uninvited and the situation inappropriate and unwelcome violates their standards. So we're still waiting to figure out what their decision is going to be about it. Um, well, I don't think they're going to take his Oscar no. away, nor do I think they should. Um, no, I agree with that. that was an amaz- yep. amazing movie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I know that's why uh, in his well-crafted apology by his apology team, Will Smith um, apologized to the Richards family because it really, he almost was hinting at that there was abusive behavior in the Williams family and there may have may not been, but Serena, you know, walked out of the Dolby theater and they were very upset and they'd already been dissed at the Whatever, maybe was it the BAFTA? It was the BAFTA by Jane Jane Champion, Champion. who was the director of The Power of the Dog. What did she say? Something about this is a man's world? What did she say? But it was against the Williams sisters. Yeah, it's kind of taken away from that incredible story. And uh, uh, I know um, Chris Rock hasn't said anything uh, about it, and um, uh, all the comedians are coming forward. David Spade was asked about it. He was on a show, and he just said in response, well, man, that that he shouldn't have made fun of of, uh, Jada Alopecia. And he said, hey, comedians don't have a medical chart for everybody sitting in the audience. Any zinger, anything... Uh, we don't know that, and it doesn't matter to us. And she's been rocking that do for a long time. A he long said, "Man, I right. thought that was her choice to yeah. to because she she looks so beautiful." One hundred percent. And you know, um, so Wanda Sykes is on Ellen today, and um, okay. and so Grant, do we have this audio? Yeah, it's just kind of her reaction because she was one of the three people that hosted Amy Schumer, yeah. Regina King. And Wanda Sykes. Regina Hall. Regina Regina Hall. Hall. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. So here's her reaction. And I just was like, what, what is, is this really happening? And, and then someone showed me on a video, it was like, yeah, he, he smacked Chris. And I just felt so awful for my, my friend, you know, Chris. And, uh, and and it was, it was sickening. It was absolutely, I physically felt ill and I'm still a little traumatized by it. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, because it, it and for them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? This is just the wrong message, you know? Like, you assault somebody, you get escorted out the building, and that's it, you know? Uh, uh, but but for them to let him continue, I thought I thought it was was gross. Yeah. I- and so what she said is Chris Rock immediately, because he did try to go to Will Smith afterwards before the commercial break and say, hey, dude, let's make up. Let's do something here. And, and, and Will Smith just kept looking straight ahead. And so he mm. went back into the green room where, you know, the, the hosts were. And he immediately went up to Wanda Sykes and apologized. And she said, why are you apologizing to me? And she said... It was supposed to be your night. It was supposed to be yours, Amy's and Regina's night and the winner's night. And now this is all anyone's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's so that's true. Yeah. Karina, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also wrote a think piece that's very, very, very powerful. I thought so, very, too. Very interesting. I thought yeah. so, too. All right. Well, when we come back, it was spring here for a day, Laura. 
Um, <laughs> okay, good. But we have Larry Farr get to growing of some things that we can do right now to get our gardens and things ready for spring when it does happen. But first off, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? But in the meantime, let's talk spring blossoms, spring flowers, everything green. We have um, Larry Farr with us, who we absolutely love. And who has uh, get to growing with Larry Farr? Great Facebook page. He's he does stuff for our, um, our Hubbard Broadcasting on a lot of different things. Larry, how are you, hon? I am doing excellent. It's so great to be back with you again. It's a I'm kind of, I'm kind of like the Robins. I'm back again. So <laughs> big time, and they had to be on those icy branches today. I was worried they were going to slip yeah. off. No, and it, yeah, it's really icy out here. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about getting started with seeds indoors for people who want to do that. What do we need to be thinking about? Okay, now is the time that you want to get everything together, all of your supplies. Um, I get asked so often, why would you bother starting seeds indoors? Well, the first reason is that um, you have a better selection than what you can find in the garden centers in the spring. You can find heirloom varieties of plants. You can find um, varieties of plants that you would never see in a garden center um, and a lot of unusual vegetables that you could start yourself indoors right now. Um, the other thing you can do, if you make the correct investment, you can save money versus buying the plants. Um, so it means sizing your investment appropriately. So if you're just going to go stay, start, start a few plants, um, you could get by with a tabletop grow light. You don't need one of those massive three-tier grow light systems like I have because um, I'm starting a lot of stuff. Um, and then you can also start crops out of season. So like in the spring, you can find broccoli in a garden center, but I like to plant broccoli at the end of June, plant some more in July and even August. So I will keep starting it continuously all summer long indoors, and then I move it out to the garden. So um, Size your investment appropriately. Don't go crazy with buying all this stuff if you're not going to grow a lot. Okay, so what would we buy right now? I mean, could I buy heirloom tomatoes and start them in a planter? Uh, you would you would start them um, in seed trays. So, yeah, you could buy heirloom tomatoes. You could buy some unusual peppers. Um, you would start those in little seed trays. You need to go out and get uh, seed trays. You need to get some uh, seed-starting mix, which is sterile. Um, and if you don't want to go buy containers, you could use, say, cottage cheese containers or yogurt containers. Just put a hole in the bottom, cut them down. You don't put a lot of soil in them. You only a couple inches of soil to get them started. Um, and then you would put them under a grow light. Um, you really, if you're going to invest in one thing, starting seeds indoors, it would be a grow light. Okay. Um, um, fluorescent shop lights would work well. And I recommend um, it costs more money up front, but I recommend the LED lights. Um, they last a lot longer, and they also don't put out heat like the uh, fluorescent bulbs. Do. Okay. So use a bulb light, um, and you can yeah get those started right now is when you want to start start getting a lot of things started. Okay. So flowers and vegetables. Uh, yes. Yeah, some of the flowers, like zinnias and stuff like that, I will be starting in a few weeks. I've got peppers. I've got the hot peppers started right now. Hot peppers, spicy hot peppers take sometimes two weeks longer to germinate than, say, just a red bell pepper. So I've got hot peppers started, but the sweeter peppers I've not started. And tomatoes I will not start yet for a couple of weeks. Okay, got it. All right, that's good to know because I, I, no, I have no idea. I don't know if Lori does what we're supposed to start. 
Lori's well, got, and the I other mean, thing you can do is if you go to my Get Growing Facebook page and scroll back, I put a seed starting schedule there. Oh, so tell nice. You about when you would plant it outside and when you should start it indoors. Um, it's all based on the number of weeks. So I've just I've one for flowers, one for vegetables. Um, I've never published one of those before, but it's the schedule I use. Oh, nice. Okay, Lori, you have a question. Well, I, I was just going to say that, Larry, the only experience I have with a grow light is I had a boyfriend in college oh, who tried to grow grow Pot. cannabis. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you were going to say that. That Thank you for that interjection. That was, well, okay. that was I'm Lori. Gonna, I'm, going to, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to add to that because there's lot, been a lot of new advances in grow lights and indoor growing technology, and it all stems from the cannabis industry. It's revolutionized a lot of the indoor seed starting stuff with the LED lights and other lights and stuff. So, um, Lori, you joke about that, but actually the cannabis industry has moved the indoor seed starting forward by quite a few years, a lot. Oh, interesting. All right, good. Okay, here's something that I'm noticing. Like, I've got a, um, oh, it's Daddio's fig tree or some sort of a tree thing, but it is just losing its its little things forever. Is now that, what, what do we do with our house plants right now? Okay, so now is the time that they start actively growing. Our days are getting longer. We've got more light coming into our home. So the house plants start growing more. So a couple of things you want to do right now, if the plant needs transplanting, you can determine that by just holding the pot, lifting it out. And if you see all the roots, like in a big clump and a big mass, it's time to upgrade it to a bigger pot. So transplanting right now. And you want to upgrade that pot by one size. So if you have a six-inch if you have a plant in, say, a six-inch pot, you would move it up to a seven-inch or an eight-inch pot. What you don't want to do is go from, say, a six-inch pot to a 10-inch or a 12-inch because you would have too much soil around that the old pot or the old soil, and you probably would drown the plant. So you want to go up one size or two sizes at most. And then the other thing you want to do right now, because, again, they're actively growing or going to start actively okay. growing, you want to start fertilizing them. So um, just find a liquid or water-soluble fertilizer. That's one you mix with water. And mix it maybe at half strength and use it every week or every other week. And you will fertilize um, every time you water now until about Labor Day. Oh, okay. Labor Day, then you will stop again because they don't need a lot of nutrients in the winter because they're not actively growing. So transplant right now and fertilize right now. And, and if my plant is just losing the little things right and left... Is it just because it doesn't have enough dirt or something? Just probably a ton of things. And I'll send you a picture. It could probably be a couple of things. One, not enough water or too much water because the symptoms can be the same. But I'm guessing more than likely it's not getting enough light. Oh. So if you've got a brighter window, move it to brighter light. Um, that would be the first thing I would try. And then just um, watch the watering. And the best way to check your plants, you can buy water meters, indoor water meters. But stick your finger in the soil. When it feels dry about an inch or inch and a half down, it's time to water it again and now that we're headed into warmer weather, your plants will probably start needing more water as well than they did in the winter. Lori, you still have your winter plants up. Oh, I, yes, I know. <laughs> I haven't been home to take out my winter window boxes. <laughs> I will be doing that because I'm sure they're looking very stale. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was thinking but, about that. But you know what? I, I also have mine. Mine are still frozen. I went out a couple of days ago yeah. to try to yank stuff out. 
and mine are still frozen. Hey, a little tip on that. If you use curly willow or red twig dogwood, hang on to them and put those uh, willow branches of those red twig dogwoods back in with your pansies and any bulbs or anything like that. If you're going to replant them for early spring, hang on to those twigs and branches and repurpose them one more time. Got it. Can we be pruning any of our bushes now while they're dormant? Uh, yeah, this is the time that you will can go out and prune something. So keep in mind, if it blooms in the early spring, that would be your lilacs, rhododendrons, forsythia. You want to prune them after they bloom. If you prune them now, you're cutting all the flowers off. So prune them after they bloom. Uh, and then if they bloom in the summer, like your spireas or your potentillas, um, or your dogwoods, you can cut those back right now. So now's the time to do the summer blooming ones, hold off on the others. But then we've got hydrangeas, which, um, again, I just did a recent Facebook post all about pruning and uh, uh, specifically another one on hydrangeas. So there's three kinds of hydrangeas that grow here in Minnesota, and each of the three have different pruning needs. So you need to know what kind you've got and then prune it appropriately um, um they have different timings and different amount of pruning that you do on them got it and um and we can find all this out at get to growing.com uh, uh get growing with larry farr both on facebook and instagram i do post still i still post more on facebook than instagram but it's get growing with Larry Farr, and in about one month, I'll be back on KSTP on Thursdays again. Wonderful, and you'll be back with us, my love. I will be back with you, hopefully within a month, and maybe I'll even join you in the studio real soon. We hope so. All right, Lori's got one last question, Larry. Just uh, one last question. What is your best tip for orchids? Inside? Uh, the best tip for orchids is to... Um, Make sure they've got bright but indirect light. Don't have them like in a south window. So they need really bright light, but um, indirect light. Um, uh, start fertilizing them as well. Um, and there's a, a miracle Grow orchid fertilizer you spray on the leaves. Um, that was a game changer for me when I started using it. My orchids looked a lot better. So you can find that out there. Out there. It's uh, kind of a narrow, tall bottle. Um, that helps a lot. But the big thing is to um, watch the watering and don't overwater them. Most people, because they're tropical, they think they need a lot of water. You do need to let them dry out a little bit between waterings. Okay. okay. All right, good. Thank you. Thanks, Lair. And get growing All with right. Larry Farr. Um, we really appreciate everything that you told us today. Um, we'll be talking to you soon. It's nice to hear your voice. It sounds. It reminds us of spring and summer. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. When we come back... Um, Okay, I don't know that we could ever survive a Tom Cruise boot camp lore. Oh, Julia, <laughs> if you saw my lady exercise vicariously exercising with the lifeguards yesterday, you know I couldn't. <laughs> We're going to come back and talk because the new trailer for Maverick 2 or whatever, it's Top Gun 2 is out, and Miles Teller is one of the guys, and also our guy that we spent all the time at the Sega Awards with, our cute little one. Think of his name, Larry. Mm-hmm. And his family. Come on, the kid and his family that we got in trouble for talking to too much. Come on. I I need more clues. Well, we'll tease you with that. He's cute. We'll look up his name when we come back.
was home when you left. You're right. Your mommy, your daddy, your brother, your sister, the dog, the cat, the fish was home when you left. You're right. There's a little boot camp action for you. I feel like that's the song that Britney sang <laughs> when she was in army boot camp. Brittany, our Brittany There's girl. so many cadences. There's so many marches. I know. Okay, so this, um, the new trailer came out for um, Top Gun 2, who we were trying to think of that we talked to for way too long and his family and got in trouble with, was Glenn Powell. And he is one of the main characters, along with Miles Teller, in Top Gun 2 and Tom Cruise and... Um, I think Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's in it. Yep. So yesterday a story came out, Miles Teller telling us about the boot camp that Tom Cruise put them through. What do you think, Lori? Could we have ever handled I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This? Uh, no. I mean, they had to get uh, Tom Cruise in charge of the boot camp. He wanted them in really good muscular shape because, you know, we I don't know if we're getting a volleyball scene like we did in the first one. Sure, you better exactly. hope so. You better hope, I hope so, so, right? But Holly posted the uh, trailer yesterday, the extended trailer, and, um, of course, they would be in top gun fighting shape yes. and yeah when i looked at the photos i was miles teller was almost unrecognizable he's so ripped he is he said we were all mini toms making the movie he put us through i just call it tom cruise boot camp we were That's getting right. in killer shape for the stunts and stuff that tom does in movies it's usually very specific type of training you're not just going to the gym you're not just lifting weights but we did flight training for three months before they even started filming. We got put through the ringer. Um, and you know how Tom Cruise always does his own stunts, and he wanted his co-stars in Top Gun 2 to match his commitment. Um, wow. And so they were going through the flight simulators. You know, Tom Cruise said if he would, when he signed on to do the first one, he he really said... I need to know how to fly this F-10, whatever, this fighter pilot jet. Or I'm F-15. not going to do... Yeah, I'm not going to even do the movie. So you can imagine that they went through so much. I wish my talk would have... Remember our training before we got on the air? Oh, that. <laughs> Call that training? We didn't have a thing. Grant, two years in, there was someone who came in and gave us a little training session. Do you remember with Luca? <laughs> oh, it was just ridiculous. Brutal. I didn't pay one. I, I, I all Lori, I did was Lori's, draw. I, I do doodles and kicking me under the table. We're like, okay, we've been doing it for two years already. We're advanced, there but it was go. really funny. It was funny. The other thing, Julia, that yeah. is very exciting in Hollywood news that I didn't really get to talk about too much yesterday is that Sharon Stone is Who? getting Who? Sharon Who? Stone. Oh, you're muse. She has. <laughs> joined DC's Blue Beetle. I don't even know what that is. I have no I idea. It's not a VW car or <laughs> no. a bug. It sounds like it's a movie. 
Yeah, it's a movie, but it's in the DC universe, and she's going to play a villain by the name of Victoria Ford, and it also marks the first time we will have a Latino hero. The movie will come out in August of 23, but if you watch that show, the spinoff of Sons of Anarchy, Mayans MC, the actor in it, Raul Max Trujillo, will play... Carapax, the indestructible man. So it's our first Latino cool. uh, superhero. Oh, DC, by the way, is a big deal. It's Superman, Batman. Yeah. Okay. Um, those people. It's Suicide Squad, Wonder right. Woman. Yeah, it's a big, it's, it's, the, it's the rival to Marvel, but Aquaman, one, would, one, right. one would say the stepbrother or stepsister, the younger one, because it doesn't even compare to Marvel, but that's just my personal So Lori, <laughs> so doesn't excited. she have another big job? She does, but I, I'm excited for her to play a villain named the Victoria Ford. I just, you yeah. know, every, I be... celebrate Sharon at every opportunity. I, <laughs> yes. Is there, who's your other one? Let's get them out of, all out of the way. Who else do we need to celebrate? She's my number one. I know. Well, I, celebrate, I celebrate this in a new um, poll that was done this week of people who did not watch the Oscars. Mm-hmm. 63% of the 2,000 people in this new poll said they will definitely be watching the Oscars next year. Oh, I, you know, it just broke Twitter. It broke Twitter that night. I mean, yeah. records, records, records were, I mean, in, and when you think about it, you know, my mom, who's, who's in her 80s, my son, who's in his 20s, I mean, it, everyone was texting all over, what is going on? What is going on? I'm not watching. You know, what is happening? But speaking of um my mom i this was sad news that we got today about bruce willis and (sighs) bruce willis was diagnosed with aphasia and according to mayo clinic in our experience it's a condition that robs you of your ability to communicate and the disorder can impact one's ability to speak write understand language both verbal and written and it usually occurs when you have a stroke or you have a sudden brain injury and there's three different types of aphasia. Um, there's comprehensive aphasia when the person just speaks way too long and doesn't stop. There's um, expressive aphasia. A person understands communication better than they can speak it. Or there's global. A person has poor comprehension and communication skill, which was in my mom's case. But we do know in my mom's case you can get your language back. It's just hard. So he had been symptoms, you know, he was wearing an earpiece in his movies for like the past three or four years. He was forgetting lines. It was just becoming more and more difficult for him. And they yeah. they never said he had a stroke or anything. It was just like a cognitive decline. And that would explain why I guess he did eight straight to video movies last year. To get some jazz. Get some money. Get, get some get, money banked. Get some more money, mm-hmm. and that'll be the end. And probably the people at the Razzies might feel bad now because he got uh, one big Razzie award for making the eight of the worst movies in one yeah. year. But that's probably, well, most definitely why he did it because he was, like, not going to be able to do it. Right. And, and, yeah, and, very sad. Yeah, and the family said it's a challenging time for our family. We're so appreciative of your love and compassion. And they're moving through it. And I I really have always admired how Demi Moore, the girls, you know, that sh- they had together, Bruce and Demi, and then 
the new wife and their kids have all been kind of a one family unit and they're all together. I, I've always liked that about them. Well, I mean, Demi and Bruce and Ashton, they were, I mean, they, they set the bar for conscious and coupling really way did. before that insufferable Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. They really did. And there had been different rumors out there that he had dementia. He does not have dementia. Um, it's just, it's a language thing. It's a language communication things and we're well aware with it and it and it can you can work around it i don't know that you would ever get back to your being an actor again you know although right um you you can do extremely well and my mom's going to be starring in a documentary soon that we'll know about and we'll share the release date on aphasia yes <laughs> oh it's going to debut at sundance you I, know they're going to submit is. it my mom's going to be a, a movie star. But anyway, that was sad news. But I'm glad that, you know, they're all together supporting him. And yeah. um, when we come back, oh, gosh, we have so much other stuff to get to. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julie on My MyTalk 107.1. Um, see you in a few.